Star Wars Summit by Summit episode 2984. It has begun its official Quest of the Jedi, which is phase two of the High Republic mega ginormous storytelling initiative, is officially underway. The first story has been published. It is called New Prospects, and we're going to be talking about it today. Punch it. Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. And thank you once again to everyone who has been sharing, liking, retweeting the questions that I've been posting for Mark Hamill for a proposed interview and a final question is going to be posted later today. This is Sunday, September 4th that I'm talking about and so I hope you will keep an eye out for that. I've started to collect them at SW7x7 Podcast. There is a pinned tweet thread at the top of my feed that has them all there. Oh man, this would be a dream to land this interview and I am so grateful to you for helping me do that. All right, let's dig into New Prospects Part 1. So as you may recall, Star Wars Insider Magazine is publishing short fiction and they had been publishing short stories related to Phase 1 of The High Republic until Phase 1 ended and then they did a run of short stories celebrating the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. Now they are back to The High Republic and this is the very first story to be published that is part of Phase 2, Quest of the Jedi. Now, the stories in Phase 1 in Star Wars Insider were grouped under the banner of Starlight Stories, and it looks like the banner for the Phase 2 stories is going to be Tales of Enlightenment. However, Enlightenment may be a play on words in a sense because it's not necessarily referring to the idea of epiphany, <laughs> as it were. It's actually the name of a tap bar on Jeddah. You might say it's a bit of a cross between Maz Kanata's castle in that it's considered neutral territory and welcome to anyone regardless of religion or creed or species. And it's also very Cheers-like in the sense that there are a couple of regular people who are frequenting the bar and we meet a couple of them in this story. One of those regulars is Keth Serapath, who works at the Temple of the Kyber, and he's described as an adjunct, which isn't necessarily made clear other than he has chores and duties at the temple, and the idea of an adjunct could be supposed to be someone who is working at the temple, but not necessarily part of the temple, not necessarily a member of the temple, if you will. And there are pilgrims who come there, there are preachers who preach there, but we don't know a heck of a lot about it just yet. And it is a short story, so, you know, we're just getting little introductions to things. But Keth is having that very familiar longing for, if not adventure, at least for something different to happen. His days are very much the same. He goes to the Temple of the Kyber, he works, he goes to Enlightenment to hang out, and he's just you know, hoping for something new, something different, something interesting. And of course, because why would you bother telling a story about just the regular day? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, our town could argue that point, but anyway, uh, something unusual happens. A hyperspace prospector by the name of Saretha Von Beal shows up, and I read that name and I thought, well, this is odd because it's the same naming structure like, you know, Laura Sonteca or whoever the Sontecas, and now we got the Von Beals, and they're both hyperspace prospectors. That's kind of interesting. And this, by the way, is a full spoiler episode. I guess I should have said that at the outset, but yeah, there you go. Anyway, Soretha is down on her luck. She needs her ship 
repaired and she doesn't have the money for it. Why doesn't she have the money for it? Well, buy me a drink and I'll tell you is her answer to that one. And it's a story that involves pirates and Jedi and monsters. So, you know, you could fairly say that phase one of the High Republic had a lot of pirates and Jedi and monsters. So I guess we're going to get a lot of that in phase two as well, but you know, in a different way. And maybe I'll try not to just utterly directly spoil the story, but here's some interesting things we find out about what the galaxy is like in phase two of the High Republic, this 150 years before the 200 years before <laughs> the Phantom Menace. So hyperspace routes are being mapped and Saretha was setting up a base at Black Spire Outpost on Batuu, so here we go with that. And she says that most of the hyperspace routes around Batuu were mapped. So she was pushing out further and further into the, quote, frontier, whatever that is. That could be, you know, wild space or the unknown regions. It's hard to say for sure. I guess it's unknown regions is what's nearby Batuu. And so Saretha maps a new route. And she says it's not a particularly useful one. But the fact that she's mapping a new hyperspace route sounds fascinating and I hope they are going to dig in to this when they go into phase two of the higher public and really kind of help us understand what the idea of hyperspace prospecting is and how they're doing the mapping like I would love to learn stuff like that but on the other end of her route she gets captured by pirates somehow who happen to be right there waiting for her or just you know waiting for anybody to pop out at that particular moment and she gets captured and thrown in the cell but it turns out in the next cell is Jedi Master Lee Haro, H-A-R-R-O. And I feel like I've heard that name before, but I've looked online and I'm not finding any references to it. So I don't know, maybe I'm just imagining things. And we have an interesting twist from George Mann. By the way, I don't think I mentioned that it was George Mann who wrote this story. So George Mann depicts Lee Harrow in the other cell and he is apparently unhappy because He's like, now I got to do something about this because an innocent person has been captured by pirates. So it turns out that George Mann employs a twist on a very familiar trope, the whole like he meant to get caught situation, right? Except that usually that's done for some nefarious business. In this particular case, Lee Harrow had problems with his ship and needed a ride to a planet that he was trying to get to. Heard that these pirates were going to be going his direction, so he got himself captured by the pirates so he could get a lift. <laughs> and the place where he lost his ship is a planet called Chardis, and that is a brand new mention, never before anywhere. And the planet that he's trying to get to is a place called Vexos, V-E-X-O-S, also a brand new planet mention. And apparently we're going to learn more about Vexos in part two of the story because that's where the monsters are. The other things about the High Republic that are interesting in the story include a mention of the Convocation of the Force. So in the High Republic panel at Star Wars Celebration, they were showing concept art and showed a couple of Jedi who were described as being part of a sect of the Jedi called the Convocation of the Force. And there's some discussion in the tap bar, Enlightenment, during this story before they get into the storytelling from Saretha about it being crowded in the bar and there being tourists in there and they say, oh yeah, it's going to be you know even crazier once the festival that the convocation puts on is going to happen. So that seems like 
something that we're going to want to pay attention to <laughs> probably something that you know, may come up a little bit later in phase two i might imagine but the jedi in this time period of the high republic don't necessarily seem to have the same stellar reputation that they did in phase one there is an exchange about how the Jedi was in the other cell and the Jedi was like, I guess I'm going to have to get you out of here or not. And, you know, wow, a Jedi is going to free you. Yeah, or they wouldn't leave you stranded, right? And one of the bar patrons is like, yeah, I can believe that a Jedi would leave you stranded. And we don't necessarily get any context for why that particular bar patron would believe that. But I guess the implication is that maybe the Jedi aren't always seen as you know, helpful do-gooders by everyone for some reason. So keep an eye out for that and future story development in phase two. One other little thing is just, you know how there are all sorts of different uh, religions and cults and sects that show up on Jetta in Rogue One? Well, we get another mention of one that isn't from Rogue One, so it hasn't existed so long that it made it to Rogue One, but there's something called the Brothers of the Ninth Door, and somebody with a skull mask is hanging out in the bar, and Kath figures it must be one of those folks. So, yeah, that might be something to kind of put in the back of your brain, too, for future storytelling. <laughs> but that's basically the gist of the Vital Details for New Prospects Part 1 by George Mann that's in Star Wars Insider Issue 213. And that right there is what I've got for you on the podcast today. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.